It's the Atlanta Grubber Podcast with surefire restaurant reviews from throughout the Atlanta metropolitan area. Hosted by Joe Duffy, there is a special focus on his home chomping grounds of Alpharetta and Roswell. You can follow the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at Atlanta Grubber and on atlantagrubber.com. Without further ado, here is your infallible restaurant whisperer, Joe Duffy. Episode 7, we celebrate Women's History Month, and we are brought to you by my favorite lady, Stephanie Duffy at Duffy Sense, authorized Sensi distributor. Check out our show notes, and we'll link to the Facebook page where you can host a Facebook party and get all kinds of free stuff. That's Duffy Sense, S-C-E-N-T-S dot com. Now we focus on female chefs and some female owners. I was very excited when Eater.com Uh, listed the best breakfast places in the area, and listed one, two, are my two favorite places to eat breakfast, and they also have lunch menus, both of these places, and most importantly, at least for this episode, they are both owned by women who are also top shelf chefs. Soroya Khoury, Hen Mother Cookhouse. Soroya trained under Richard Reddington at Red in Napa Valley and Melissa Perello. At Francis, she was brought to Atlanta to open Avalon's Rumi's Kitchen, but then she fell in love with the area, and how couldn't you? Uh, She then opened Hen Mother Cookhouse, which is a tremendous breakfast and lunch place. Now, the interesting thing is Soroya, all of her training is as a savory chef, both her formal training and years of experience, but now that she's opened her own place, her most popular item seems to be the cinnamon roll. And I can tell you the first time my son bit into one of those, his face lit up like I had gotten him tickets to Game 7 of the World Series. Now, Soroya has a rotating menu, a lot of great stuff here. The shashuka's tremendous. Chicken and waffles. Chicken and waffles? She does a gourmet burger. That's nice because everybody's doing these double smash burgers, whatnot. Pork belly hash was as good of a dish I've had in a long time. Her pancakes, you've never had better. Uh, chicken club, which is, uh, you know, probably a little bit more of a panini, but you could argue that it is the best chicken sandwich of any kind in the area. This and more from Soroya Khoury at Henmother Cookhouse. Jasmine Willis-Slowitzki at Gracious Plenty. She trained under Ford Fry for quite a few years, now owns her own restaurant. She calls her team the Biscuit Squad, and that's quite appropriate because the biscuits are really the star here, but there's a lot of other great items. You can get the biscuit as a sandwich. You know, I asked Jasmine to give me the best thing on the menu, and she said, Sit down, I'll make you some biscuits and gravy. Also, thoroughly enjoyed their hash brown bowls. You can mix your proteins and your cheeses and the toppings, vegetables on top of a hash browns. And mercy, mercy me, another item that you must get, scrump delicious, French almond cake. Delicious, double delicious. All that from Jasmine Willis-Slowitzki at Gracious Plenty. Nushin Yazdani from Noosh Kitchen. Now, when I say that I'm infallible, and it is true, I am infallible, but that's only limited to my recommendations when it comes to explaining things like, well, what's the difference between Middle Eastern and Persian and even Mediterranean food? That, not so much. I can just tell you whether it's great or not. And 
think douche fits more under the category of Persian, but it is as good as it gets. Expand it. Uh, they've gotten a lot more formal. When I first started going there, you know, kind of a no-frills place, but the food was great. They expanded their menu as well. Tons of kebabs. Almost impossible to beat a lamb kebab. I'm going to go on a diet for sure. Next week, right now, I'm going to get me a lamb kebab and a wine cooler. On the lunch menu, some wraps, shredded tongue is uh, one of the best sandwiches I've had anywhere in a long time. Again, it's gotten a little more formal, so it's a nice place to take a date. But the food, that's all I'm about, and this is a great place. I'm glad to see that Johns Creek has embraced it. They've expanded, like I said, both the size of the restaurant and the size of the menu. Nushin Yazdani from Noosh Kitchen. Nam Tham Young from Nam Fine Thai Cuisine. Look, let's give uh, Nam credit. She was among the first to really have confidence in this area. One time, my favorite John Kessler quote about the area, we were blooming onion acres, but when Nam Tham Young brought in her food here, her restaurant, we didn't really have any high-end stuff. We really didn't have a lot of really good restaurants, but she saw the explosion that this area is going to have. Yes, it is fine cuisine, yet another place to take a date. Uh, again, everything I've had here is good. Lemongrass soup, um, the pork masam and curry and patai, pad thai I did share with a friend last visit. Can't go wrong here. Nam Tham Young at Nam Fine Thai Cuisine. A place that's nearby and also quite close in quality, Sharipapa Oyenaterek from M Thai Street Food. Now, that name isn't easy to pronounce. I hope I came close. In fact, most of these names aren't really all that easy to pr pronounce. But fortunately, she goes by Chef Lisa, makes it a lot easier. She moved to the U.S. as a single mother in her 20s, trained in various Thai kitchens in the metropolitan area, was blown away by her beef rib masam and curry, the jeeb, which is grandma-style shrimp. Brought my daughter there. She just loves her shrimp fried rice. Again, one of the top shrimp fried rices that I've ever had. When people ask me where's the best fried rice, they assume I'm going to tell them about a Chinese restaurant, especially American Chinese. No, really, most of my recommendations aren't uh, Chinese restaurants and definitely M Thai street food. This really belies the name. Uh, I expected M Thai street food to kind of be a lot more casual. Another fairly fancy place, and I'll say it again, also a pretty good place to take a date also, the food there is uh, more formal than you would expect for something to be described as street food. It's not like I've ever been to Bangkok, but they told me there, the people that I communicated with at M Thai Street Food, that yeah, pretty much all of this food that they do serve on the menu, you can easily find on the streets of Bangkok. But yes, uh, Sharipapa Oyenaterek at M Thai Street Food. And speaking of women I love, check out my daughter's dad jokes channel. Well, she may get a little help from me. It's at heyabbyd.com. That is A-B-B-Y, heyabbyd.com. Cakes by Darcy. First had these as a bar mitzvah cake. And I said to a couple people at the table, anybody know where this cake came from? And they're saying, yeah, it's from uh, Cakes by Darcy. And ever since then, Look, I've never been much in the birthdays. I, I don't really care. I just use it as an excuse to eat somewhere. I don't want any presents. I always tell my wife the only thing I want is to make sure you get my cupcakes at Cakes by Darcy. She always gets me a nice variety. 
I happen to like caramel, but that's more of a personal preference. All her cupcakes are wonderful. My favorite cupcakes in the area. She trained at Benison's and Tags in Chicago before relocating to Atlanta, where she worked at Rhodes Bakery, among others. And Darcy, very nice young lady, by the way. She told me she's never had to do any type of advertising ever, and I believe it. Word of mouth, and she is always busy. Cakes by Darcy. Sephora Kamali, Swan Cafe. Her first love is as a cake decorator, uh, very good at the savory arts, also you're very good at uh, decorating cakes. cakes. Indeed, when she started out opening Swan Cafe, more leaned towards her Persian roots. It was Persian and Mediterranean. I guess the people didn't respond quite as well, became a little bit more Americanized, but she still has a nice mixture. She still had a little bit of each uh, breakfast, lunch, no, she serves dinner sometimes. A lot of people were raving about the Cuban sandwich. Now, I consider Cuban sandwich pretty Americanized. That's what uh, a lot of American people love it. But anyway, uh, really good uh, Cuban sandwich indeed. Safara Kamali Swan Cafe. Layud de Jesus Lopez from Layud's Cuban Bakery and Cafe, and yet another person who started out as a cake decorator. She's actually a trained artist and applied that to her cake decorating. Then she added a small menu of stuff like Cuban sandwich, and the mojo pork on Hawaiian bread is probably my favorite, not surprisingly, since she did make her fame and uh, really developed a following as a pastry chef. Those rolls are incredible. Both the Hawaiian bread and the Cuban um, Cuban bread. She does sell uh, the Cuban bread by itself, and it makes sense, I guess, that these rolls are really good. The Hawaiian roll kind of reminded me a little bit of a hoagie roll. So you want to start like your own hoagie and cheesesteak place in the area? I would definitely talk to Layud about supplying your rolls, but yeah, everything she does here is really uh, good. Like I said, a, a limited a very impressive savory menu. Layud de Jesus Lopez at Layud's Cuban Bakery and Cafe. Yes, in honor of Women's History Month, Atlanta Grubber is featuring the top women chefs, as well as some restaurant owners as well. And yeah, it doesn't mean that we're not going to give more in-depth features of these restaurants on a, another episode, kind of a special episode. And in fact, here's a person we've already talked a little bit about. Belen de la Cruz of Empanadas and Pastries. Whew, she's starting to get a lot of publicity all of a sudden. I think she's been featured in like the AJC, Orlando Magazine, one of the TV stations. You heard about her from me first on my uh, Twitter feed, at Atlanta Grubber. Look, we did speak about her a little bit before. Again, these are world-class empanadas. Got to give her credit. You know, when I tried them, I'm like, these are fantastic. But is it a little bit too much of a niche shop? Thank goodness that didn't turn out to be a worry at all. Um, she's opening a second place, the second location in Mayretta. By the way, if you're driving from a distance, you can make, you know, two or three for the price of one trip directly across the street from Hen Mother Cookhouse. And 
just down the street from a noosh, which we told you about. So just tell Bell and De La Cruz that, you know, I want some empanadas to go. I'll heat it up later. She also does have a couple pastries there, but the empanadas are the star. But yet again, not surprising that she has great pastries because perhaps the best part is the crust, the dough. Fantastic. Bellin De La Cruz from Empanadas and Pastries. Brianna Carson from Crave Pie. Who talk about somebody who just keeps bouncing back. It started out, this business did, when she was laid off of a corporate job of 20 years. Certainly a blessing in disguise for us, and I hope she considers it a blessing in disguise. I think so. Uh, first, her Duluth, her original location, was damaged by a fire from a nearby restaurant. Then she opens up closer to me in Alpharetta City Center, and then the plague hit. The Duluth location has reopened. Big seasonal menu. You can eat this stuff anytime. I've had uh, her pies for breakfast. Any time <laughs> of the day is a good time for pie. I would say so, especially when it's this good. And like I said, she's located in two of my favorite synergistic places, both Parsons Alley and Alpharetta City Center. She also has some quiche and some chicken pot pie. Brianna Carson, Crave Pie. Arpana Satyu Burj, Dutch Monkey Donuts. It is a husband and wife team. Uh, she did train professionally as a pastry chef. Her husband, Martin, as the savory chef. Everything here is made from scratch. One of the best donut places in the area, kind of neck and neck with Sublime Donuts. They get a little fancier here, I think with more of the Pacific Northwest type things, uh, some of the more non-traditional donuts. But Arpina Satu Burj, Dutch Monkey Donuts. Talked about them before, said they own perhaps one of my top two hidden gems, Michelle Leyu and Karen Wang of Mama's Kitchen. Now, they do have a male chef, but they are the co-owners. They are sisters, Michelle Leyu and Karen Wang, Mama's Kitchen. Truly a hidden gem Taiwanese restaurant. The two best restaurants in my chomping grounds of Roswell from RO Hospitality, and they both have female sous chefs. Jess Libatore, the sous chef of Table and Main, and at the sister restaurant, Asteria Matone, Laura Orolana is the executive chef there. Both of these are also, again, pretty high-ended places. Um, Table and Main is good as it gets when it comes to southern food. Asteria Matone, great place uh, for Italian food. They just recently now, all their pastas are homemade, so I do need to get back there. But again, Jess Libatore and Laura Orolana who are the uh, sous chefs at Table and Main and Astorina Matone, respectively, from RO Hospitality. The best catering director in the state is Hope Noodleman. You can reach her literally for all of your catering needs. Hope at T-O-T-T-A-T-L dot com. That's T-O-T-T -T, as in Talk of the Town. She works for Talk of the Town Catering or Reach her at 770-594-1567, 770-594-1567. Ask for Hope, Hope Noodleman, at Talk of the Town Catering.
Let me tell you about two other tremendous young ladies, Stephanie Christensen and Stephanie Mitra. Stephanie Christensen is the executive director and Stephanie Mitra, the operations and finance manager at the Starhouse Foundation. Please visit them, starhousefoundation.org. It is the preferred charity, the Atlanta Grubber. They help at-risk kids get a chance at a great education. Again, the education is a great equalizer. Summer camps, this uh, Starhouse Foundation does so much good in the area. Please visit them right now, starhousefoundation.org. Donate money, donate time, be a mentor, help these young kids with their homework. Um, it's an after-school program, especially when the world becomes normal again. Again, starhousefoundation.org.